You, you know, we have a lot of expressions in the English language. I don't even know what I'm saying. What are we talking about? Where'd that come from? Most all of us use them every day. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means. You know, we just say them as if they really made as sense. As if they really made sense. I mean, how silly is that? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And welcome to a Praise the Phrase, where we're here to do three things. Unveil the origin, assess the meaning, and assess value to everyday phrases. I'm very excited. I got a long time homie that has been doing great things joining the expression appraisal team today. I know him by a few different ways and a few different names. Y'all just gonna know him as my man, Coach Bayman. Bayman, what's good, bro? What's going on, homie? How you? Chilling, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. Welcome. Me and B, uh, we both got athletic backgrounds. Uh, we connected on this life journey thing, and yeah, he's one of the hardest working, most talented dudes I know. With a with an interesting, wise mind beyond his years, so I think he's gonna gonna bring a lot to this expression appraisal team for the phrase today. You ready to get into it, B? That's love, bro. I appreciate that. I'm ready. Let's get it. Oh, for sure, for sure. So the phrase today is something that I think me and B. Like it's it's one of those things where like it, we expect it. It's something that's within our realm of of how we've operated or had to operate. So it would be no better person to discuss dog eat dog with B. What do you know? Where you at with um the phrase dog eat dog? Dog eat dog. Dog eat dog to me, man. It's just it's it's, it's my everyday mentality, man. Yeah. You know, I step everything I step into. It's like you either gonna be on the menu you're gonna eat man yeah so, so everything i do in life man i'm i call i'm in starvation mode so yeah you know doggy dog to me that's an everyday mentality man and especially if you're an athlete or in, in any type of competitive world i gotta eat man you gotta, I gotta eat, eat. Dog gotta <laughs> eat. I, gotta, I gotta eat man. <laughs> <laughs> dog gotta eat. Man. I got dog so, gotta eat, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be the big dog, and I'm eating good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the energy, dog. This is the energy that 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 B brings that we always get together and work with. That's why this phrase is where it's at, and it's a mentality B is saying. So let's dive into what Webster's says the definition of dog eat dog is, where it's it's a mentality, especially in this environment. You say competitive environment. That's just the United States. Webster's defines it as a situation where people will do anything to get ahead, maybe even harm one another. So that basically is saying that uh, the metaphor where people will be the dogs and the competitive fight for food is is what we're willing to do. And you can't be starving. So I got to be able to eat no matter what. If it's me versus you, then I guess I got to eat you, too. That's where (laughs) that's where it's at. And if that don't that don't sound familiar. If that don't sound familiar when you're on an interview or when you're running sprints next to somebody, dog, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So that do that do that do that resonate? Do that sound about right about where you at with, with dog eat dog? Anything you gotta do to make By any means ahead? necessary, man. By any means necessary. If you drown it, I'm gonna put that hose in your throat and turn the water up high. <laughs> <laughs> if it's me versus you on this boat, if it's I'm me going. versus you on the boat. I'm surviving. And By any it. means necessary, man. That's it. It's a survival. It's a survival phrase. It's a phrase that says, look, we got to get it's, it's, it's more than just unity because unity is already out the door. 
we're surviving now. And it's getting so bad that if it's me versus you, I don't know how you could expect me to choose you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't expect me to choose you. Don't. Yeah, forget about I don't know how. Just straight up go straight to don't expect me to choose Be war ready. Because <laughs> it's going down. You know what I mean? It's going yeah. down. <laughs> That's perfect, man. All right. You want to find out where this shit came from, bro? Yeah. Uh, let's do it. So the earliest use of dog eat dog in text, as we know it, as we're talking about it, appeared in the House of Conrad as a novel by a Russian American journalist named Elias Dabinkin in 1918. Um, the 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 phrase, I mean, the um, the excerpt is kind of long. They operate not on the principle of justice, but on the principle of might. They turn this country into a dog eat dog world. The wages they pay are arbitrary, and the worker must live accordingly. Blah blah blah. So it basically. This quote in 1918 sets up where we at with it. Like, nigga, look, the world is this way. <laughs> the world is set up this way. Look at, the, look so, at the U.S., man. Like, look how we operate. <laughs> I'm saying, like, you right now, right now, if y'all can see, for those that are, are, are only listening, you know what I'm saying, B has is on, on, on the water fishing. Now, do you think, do you think that, that that's possible by just people letting them get to that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think about how hard it is to get to your relaxation. How hard it is to find that moment. You know what I'm saying? I ate for my piece, man. I, I, had, I had to take a lot of bodies down to, to get to this point of peace. Yeah, it, 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 takes, it takes work. And some of that work sounds like, based on the world we live in, we saying that it takes some dog eat dog or some, some I'll do whatever I got to do to survive, get ahead. I'll work the work always, man. Yeah, outwork the work. That's a, that's a, that's another way of saying it because it's still like pits me versus you. And if I'm outworking you, I'm ahead of you. And if I'm ahead of you, I'm getting to the food before you. And if you intervene, then you're the food. For real. But crazy thing about it, though, is that this phrase actually originates. Like, that's the first time. 1918 is the first time it was in text, like where we see it written. But it actually originally stems from a Latin phrase that means the exact opposite, bro. So somewhere along the lines, we got this way. That's why I'm saying you reference United States. I reference United States. We got this way. Um, The Latin phrase, canis caribium non est or whatever, translates literally to dog does not eat dog. So the older meaning is saying like one low life will not turn in another or that like once you're in a state of like being a dog, we shouldn't have to eat each other. Like we shouldn't have to get that far. (laughs) <laughs> and that comes from a book called The Three Books on Agriculture by the Roman scholar Marcus Terentius. And that was in 1858. So that predates the text of uh, the Russian-American journalist. But it's interesting, B. I want to hear your take on how the original Latin phrase is dog does not eat dog. So it don't got to be that way. With the, when you're at your lowest state, you should not have to eat <laughs> another dog to <laughs> 1918. So what? 60 years later, it is a dog-eat-dog world. Explain to me from your mindset, from your experience, that transition real quick. Reality hit. I think reality hit. I think people hit that starvation mode, man, and it was survival at that point. So it went from, hey, we're going to do this together to I got to eat. I got to eat, and I can't just go by that, you know, dog don't eat dog code no more. Because if I don't eat those dogs, I ain't going to eat or my family ain't going to eat or I ain't going to survive. And that's the yeah. same mentality in, in, in life. 
that we all live in now. Like when it comes down to it, even something simple, like you said, applying for a job, interview. You know, when they ask you why you're the best candidate, you don't know who else is out there. You just know what your your ability, man. And, and anybody who stands in your way, feeding your family, you, you're gonna move. Mm-hmm. And I think over time, that phrase is. It's not our reality, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in we live in a competitive world, man. To where you have to go get it by any man. means necessary, man. And it sounded good in the beginning. Some it sounded good to somebody, but I I guarantee this: somebody ate them. It did. <laughs> it didn't stick, dog. And there's a reason why it ain't stick. Somebody, whoever wrote it, the next man that came along said, "Hey, look." Marcus was on to something. <laughs> Marcus was on to something, but he ain't here no more, and I wonder why. Read, read, or let, let's read the biography of what happened to that individual who wrote that. Right. We should look up what happened to him. I'm gonna look that up right now. But my guess is that even if and, and I'm willing to take it this way, and I know I know you'll rock with this, if he didn't get ate, he started eating. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's no in between. There's no in between if if you live it in the reality. And I, and I appreciate you saying that. That's um, that's that really is the true reality. Is that we don't get to, we don't get to even if at the beginning of our of our pursuit, nigga, we don't get to say, I, I want to lock hands with you and, and, and kumbaya down this road. When eventually, <laughs> you ducking and dodging the same things as the person you trying to be side by side with. And then at some point, if they not if they not gonna com- stay committed to that, they gonna just start trying to duck and dodge stuff without being by your shoulder. And then you are gonna have to do the same. And then eventually, y'all ducking and dodging each other. And then you know what I'm saying somebody gotta win, somebody gotta lose. Only problem I have with that mentality is for us is some of us will outwork the others. You know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. of us will put in the work to say, all right, dog and eat dog. Yeah. But it also creates hate mm-hmm. and envy and. Mm-hmm. You know how deep hate runs, mm-hmm. and dudes do anything because of hate. So yeah. rather than actually putting in work, they take shortcuts too, and it, and it results to real violence. That's the only thing. Even if the mentality is a great point, B. Even if the mentality is, you know, I will compete with you. I'm really, I'm really saying I'm gonna outwork you. I'm gonna outwork you. I won't eliminate you, but I'm gonna outwork you. Get mine, and you got to get whatever's left. Of my what I what I take after my work, and if if you're not the person that they taking from directly, the next man that's watching, like you said, is now jealous and now hating you before you even have to even attempt to eat them or outwork them, and that hatred is brewed up, man, and then it becomes crazy. Yeah, and then what is what does he or she do after they take the loss? That's that's the point right there. Like some people can take the loss and say, now we going again tomorrow. Some people take that loss and say, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Let me go to the mm-hmm. car. I'll be right mm-hmm. back. There we go. Exactly. And that's where that hate runs deep. That's real, man. That's real. So in reality, how do we, from your opinion, from your opinion, with, with, with the reality being dog eat dog, what's the, what's the balance? What's the balance? I think that's the everyday problem we're trying to solve. You know, where do we find that balance to where you can take a loss or you can keep it, you know, what happens when you don't get what you want? 
mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the that's the hardest part right there. And the generation I think we're in is where it's more emotional, more soft, and they don't know how to lose properly. It's like it's not really a competitive edge. It's more of a hurt feeling. Right, 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 right. right. So I ever have to face it again. Yeah, and that's not that's also not realistic. Exactly. So like in the sports, football, you beat us not because of the playoffs. I'm like, I'm a training to see y'all next year. I want to see y'all next year. I I need that back, coach. Mm -hmm. I need that Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. And then I get it back and then vice versa. The following year, their mindset is I need to finish you and never see you. Yep. That's where it's like, you know, I don't know. As, as fathers, all we can do is hold people accountable. And why I train to do what I do is because I'm preparing. I'm trying to grab that young man that may mm-hmm. meet my son out somewhere in the mall, in the bar when they're older. And if without my lessons, he would have handled that situation a lot different. Mm-hmm. So I, in, all, in all reality, I'm saving two lives, my son and his. There it is. So if I grab this young man and instill that greatness into him or that mindset, the right mindset, then I've saved two lives or your son, somebody else's son down the road exactly. rather than letting him be sensitive, emotional without a mentor, without any yeah. guidance. So I just think it, it takes more of a village for us men and women to step in and say, all right, man, collectively we're going to hold these, these, these young ones accountable. Yeah, that's real, man. We got to get to that. Let's grade this phrase out. And then I want to, I want you to tell the people listeners what you do, man. So with the grading, uh, it's a it's a it's an A to F scale. We got three parts. We got the power grade. Does it get its point across? We got the speed grade. Is it smooth to say? And then we got our preference. Like how to now that we know the origin, the meaning, do we use it? That type of thing. So I'll kick us off with power. Dog eat dog. I think saying it, you know what's up. <laughs> you know what it's about. You may not get a super crystal clear view, but you know what it's about, and it's negative in the sense that. You gonna have to deal with it. You you one of the dogs in that in that in that scenario. You one of the dogs. And you gotta live with that. And I think there's some power in that. If that's being said, so I'm gonna give that a B plus. We at with it. I agree. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a B plus. You you, you know what it is when you hear. Mm hmm. You know exactly Lord. what it is when you, when you hear it, man. So I mean that's that's reality. So I I, I will go with that B plus. Word. All right, speed gray. I mean. Dog eat dog. <laughs> you could almost say it without taking a breath. You know what I'm saying? It kind of flow. It flow real good. I think that's probably why it stuck better than dog does not eat dog. One, that's not the reality. It, or it became not the reality. And two, it's a little bit too many syllables. So I think another reason why it sticks is because it's, it's easy to say. Dog eat dog is easy to say, man. So um, I'm going to go with an A on that one. Same. Hey. It just rolls out fluent, man. Mm-hmm. didn't even know that's what you was doing until you said it. I'm like oh I'm actually on some doggy dog shit I didn't realize it until I said it word word now we have the preference my preference is I mean knowing the meaning knowing that it actually started off the opposite and gradually got to this makes me rock with it more because it's an adjustment to like you pointed out it's an adjustment to reality 
It's like I'm trying to be. It started out trying to be on your best leg, dog. It put your best foot forward. But then when life said your best foot about to get chopped off, stomped on, whatever, then I gotta I gotta step my shit up. And so to me, that resonates as a lesson in general. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that it breeds aside that we talked about, the actual lesson of like you gotta adjust. And if you gotta compete at the highest level to survive, then you gotta do that. So I'm gonna give that a a B too because I rock with it. I'm gonna go with an A. Just because mm-hmm. the origin of it, where where it came from, I think it's like real reality. It's reality. We all mm-hmm. start off a certain way, and then it kicks in. It kicks in at some certain points to where Yo, I gotta eat. You know, we start off, you know, cordial and hey, how you doing? This down the third, and then you get in front of in front of me. It's like, all right, man, like I gotta eat, man. It just so happened that you on the lunch menu today. You know, you I mean? on the menu. And I think I would dare, I would challenge any listener to to not pinpoint. So this don't have to be your life mantra, right? Whatever. But I would dare you not to have a moment or two where you hit this. I would dare somebody to say, I have never in my life had to say it's me versus you or me versus the scenario or me where I am choosing my survival only. I would dare somebody to, to if they if they do, they're not successful. And define success. <laughs> define success. I mean, anything. You want to sleep good at night. You want to have a place to rest your head. You want to. You're not gonna be successful at that if you can't yeah, get to the point cause, where because it's not. Mon- it's just not just monetary. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? It's successful achieving your own peace, knowing that you do, you did whatever it takes to get to where you're at. So I dare somebody, and I appreciate you even saying that. If you haven't, you ain't even. You ain't even putting your whole self out there. You ain't even. You ain't even reaching out one goal in your life. All right, man. So our overall grades, I said B plus A, B. That rounds out to an A minus. You went uh, B plus A, A. That's going to round out to an A. Uh, man, this is a real a real ass phrase. I think it has some negative connotation, but it's like the, the appropriate negativeness. It's the appropriate negativeness because it's real. It's like, damn, I got to pay taxes. Nigga, paying taxes is a reality. Niggas don't want to dish that money out, but it's, it's a reality. So... That's where we at with it, man. I appreciate your time, B. Before you get out of here, Coach Bayman, let me address you properly. Before I get out of here, explain to the listeners what you do. You talked about your impact with, with youth. Explain a little bit more about what you do and how you do it. All right, so I'm owner of Elite Nation Fitness Gym. It's located in Springfield, Mass. Specialized in sports performance training, training professional, collegiate, high school, middle school, thousands of athletes already. Mentor for over 75 kids currently. Also a deputy warden in the Department of uh, Connecticut Department of Correction. So I pretty much, man, I'm, my hands is in a little bit of everything, man. I'm moving heavily involved in the community. I'm putting in my work, man. Not just talking it, definitely walking it on the daily. Been doing, been owning the gym for over 10 years now. You know what I mean? And just, just instilling greatness in these young men. This past year, watched plenty of them get full scholarships to Ivy League schools, man, and just play on high levels. That's, I'm, I'm, I feel good, man. And this doggy dog mentality, it, it's because of that. Honestly, I adopted that mentality a long time ago. And that's what put me in the place to have the top facility in the Western Mass, man. And I, and I, I put my, I stamped that. I stamped stamp that. that. I stamped that. I stand on that. So, you know, um, there's other great guys out there. There's other great places. There's other great individuals together. You know, we come together collectively. But I'm the big wolf, man. The big fish out there. So. 
You know, it's love. Hey, man. Hey, man, you gotta say it you gotta say it. i appreciate it man and let me you know i ain't nobody but let me double stamp that bayman has been doing this thing he does this thing and, and not just the coaching even though he, he's he's one of the best he's one of the best and, and, and we can we can we can regionalize it but i mean you know what i mean i've seen coaches i've seen mentors all over the country trying to do who knows what and when i say impact and intervening in a young person's life to get them to what they want to get to, but also integrity, staying true to his principles. B does the work, dog. B does the work. And he's seen a lot. He's seen a lot. So he's not blowing smoke. He's not imagining what he's he's transferring to these to these young people. He's been through he's 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 he knows. He knows. It's it's experience based. So big ups, man. One more time before we get out of here, where where can they find where can they find you uh Instagram? At underscore body by bay and an owner of Elite Nation Fitness. I just want to say this, man, my brother, Mario, you know, stand-up dude, solid dude I know, has not changed, been official since day one. Quality guy, man, one of the best people I've met in my life. So nothing but love, man. Appreciate man, you. I appreciate you, dog. This won't be the last time you're a busy man, but I'm going to find a way to squeeze on that schedule, man, while you're helping the young folks. I'm a little nigga, so you can help me every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we going to link it up. Already, man. So I appreciate y'all. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, brought to you by Underdog Podcast Network. And remember, value is in the eye of the appraiser. All right, we'll see y'all next week.